<clears throat> Good morning, jesters and jestettes, and jesterians of every shape, size, and color. I fucking hope you guys are having a wonderful day. But I'm getting a little chilly, so I gotta put my jacket back on. Motherfucker. Gotta love the winter in Western New York. Woo woo. I guess you don't have to, but <laughs> it is what it is, man. Life is good. Life is good when you're living out the hood. So today, more of the same fucking cold ass shit, snow, bullshit weather, but it's phenomenal, man, because I get to see another day. We get to see this day together. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. But before we get too far into it, let's just start with the, uh, the suspicious... Observers with Mr. Ben Davidson. Get it? Good morning, folks. We've got top news in seismology, cosmology, paleoclimate, and galactic astrophysics. It is also the last day to begin the verification process for what could be the first and only lottery for observer ranch units. We're starting at spaceweathernews.com and find the last 24 hours on our star were very quiet. In the opening, we saw only minor filament activity. It's pretty much the story across our star. The coronal hole stream is plateaued, and we can see that pattern here. Yellow density shock hit first, then in purple and green below, plasma speed and temperature began to rise afterwards. If it had been a CME, all telemetry would have changed at the same time. But with a coronal hole stream, the density shock is out ahead of the faster particles. They catch up, bunch up, leading to a higher density front that leads into the faster and hotter coronal hole solar wind stream afterwards, but it has less density. Let's start the articles nice and easy, looking at how forests behave quite differently across the world. Even in parts of neighboring forest areas, we see tremendous differences in how they treat the local atmosphere. Let's jump next to Cascadia and find that the land change due to erosion doesn't match long-term accumulated changes. This implies that major events imparted quick changes of greater magnitude. I love how earthquakes is merely one of the options they give at this major fault zone. <laughs> Up next, we're zooming into the Fornax cluster of galaxies. Veteran observers recall how we've seen dust hide charged particles, hide electric current, helping to not only hide the plasma, but belie the electromagnetic effects of the current. Today, we've got a new trick for the dust, hiding metal in Fornax. Not only has it been keeping secrets from the cosmologists, but it's a hard fox to catch as well. Every technological increase has revealed incredibly much more dust, and nobody in astronomy is betting against that for the next generation, James Webb and the Vera Rubin Observatory. We are stepping down from the cosmic scale to galactic astrophysics in our Milky Way. The new Faraday sky maps are out, and they show much of what we've seen before. These maps are not quite as good for spotting the galactic sheet amidst the midplane as the gamma return maps, because when looking for magnetic character, the current sheet will really only be revealed coming at you. And most of all, the 60 to 90 degree distance away from the galactic center, both in the faint total returns and the excess brightness configuration, we can still make out that up and down even though it's not what this was designed to find. Again, not as good as the clear wave and peak points seen in gamma returns, but truly not bad. And last but not least, freshwater seas at the Arctic. 
The imagination runs with the potential triggers and spins out when we find ourselves due for another round based on the tenuous period of return from the last one. About 70,000 years after the first one they found, another one appears in the record, and we're at that same time period away from the last one, which also matches the time period of terrible earth conditions that followed the eruptions of Toba. When they say in the paper, there's a high potential for fresh water to rapidly enter and change the oceans, I remember the Beaufort Gyre's current record freshwater hold waiting to unleash in what Yale called the cold climate bomb, and I think to myself, yep. For those hoping to make what could be the first and only lottery for long-term units at Observer Ranch, <clears throat> deadline to begin verification at the accredited button is today. Lottery is coming on the 14th. For those visitors expecting to be there on the 9th, that's five days away, nature will be standing next to me to greet you at the ranch. It's going to be cold. The entire attire, including shoes, should be a consideration. Oh yeah, and 70 cattle will be grazing, so five miles per hour only. We greatly appreciate your support. Subscribe and we'll do this all again tomorrow. Right here, but right now, it's 5.05 a.m. in the new Valley of the Sun. Eyes open. No fear. Be safe, everyone. Hey, Jesters and Jestettes. I just want to take a quick second here to welcome 42 Degrees and Sunny to the Jester family. They have smoking deals on your smoking accessories. They're located at 50 Chautauqua Avenue in Lakewood, New York, or you can find them online where they're always open at 42DegreesAndSunny.com. And because you are a member of the Jester family, remember to type in the code SWED10 save 10% on all your purchases. Remember, it's 42degreesandsunny.com. How can we brighten your day? Now back to the show. All we smoke is the loud shit. Yay! Be safe, everyone. No motherfucking fear. Eyes open, baby. Eyes open, baby! Oh, shit. Well, that, uh... <clears throat> From what Mr. Ben Davidson is saying, with the 12,000-year catastrophe cycle, and with a shift of the 9 degrees because of the migration of, well, not to say because of the migration of the poles, but that's, that is what is, seems to be signifying all this change. But, he said that the, uh, the Earth will make a 90-degree turn which I'm I don't know because he said mm, with the mantle of the earth is gonna flip or slip slip and slide I don't listen to it I don't know I just I know what I've heard man go pay attention to his go go watch his site he'll he'll fill you in with the shit that I'm just kind of stupid on so let's go ahead and hit this here biggity bong again <clears throat> Mm, excuse me. Uh, and again, damn. Where did we leave off with the jet story of the jester? <clears throat> we uh we left off with me with my biggest regret of my entire fucking life is that when I left that day that I didn't take my son 
biggest fucking regret. Mm. So let's let's put this in in the more of a let's let you know where we are in life. We are seventeen months after my accident. About you know nine months. She's nine months. She's 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 about to have the baby. I'm living with my parents in Frewsburg. I'm just man. I'm I'm hating life. I'm just so depressed because this fucking cunt. I I had my worth tied to her, which which was a horrible fucking decision for me to do. Because, like I said, I was young. She was she was my only girlfriend my entire life. The only girl I'd ever been with up until that point. So I was, you know, I was hurt. I was, you know, suicidal. It was, it was horrid. Oh, those were some dark days. But, uh, so let's skip to... Yay! December of that year. Christmas time. I'm still staying with my parents. I call this, uh, wonderful excuse for a human being. Woman that gives... Hitler run for his money. I called her up to make sure this was the day before Christmas. Like two days was it the day before or two days? I don't remember. I think it was probably the day before Christmas. I uh I called her to make sure that I was gonna get my son at a certain time, whatever. I I don't remember what I, you know the details. But of course the conversation got heated. And this is what I said. I said, you know what? I should have killed your boyfriend when I walked in and found you two fucking in my bed. That's all I said. And I hung up the phone. <clears throat> Christmas was uneventful. You know, it was Christmas. It was, you know, I don't know if I was in trouble when I was in a shitty place in my life. But Christmas came, Christmas went. The day after Christmas, I show up at work. I'm working at uh, Kmart, working overnight, you know, reshelving shit. And I show up. I have a... <laughs> and there's these cops sitting there. And I'm wondering what the hell's going on. So I'm just, you know, starting to head to the clock. And they're like, are you Jesse Norrod? I'm like, I absolutely am. They're like, why don't you step outside with us for a minute? And I'm like, oh shit, because... The thing is, you know, I had been stealing a lot of shit from Kmart at the time because, well, it was fucking easy to do. You just walk out with it in the morning. But, so I thought maybe that's what it was. They were coming to talk to me about that, but nope. That was my first time ever being arrested. I got arrested for aggravated harassment because I told my ex-wife that I should have killed her boyfriend when I walked in and found them fucking in my bed. So they get me, they arrest me. You know, if I had a bull in my pocket, so I get charged with illegal possession of whatever, as well as that. So I, you know, they go take me to the state police barracks out on Route 60, fingerprint me. And then they have to take me all the way out to Sherman. Now, mind you, this is the day after Christmas. By the time I get up to Sherman, it's probably 2 Three in the morning, because, you know, I work nights. Um, so, they had to wake up the judge out in Sherman. Sherman, if you don't know, is kind of a little podunk town. A little, it's, a, it's out the way, and it's just a little town. 
So, when the judge shows up, I know the judge. I'm like, shit. Because back in the day when I played football back in high school, he was the Sherman football coach. So I didn't know him. I knew of him. And, uh, you know, of course, they they understood what was going on. They understood that my ex-wife was a goddamn cuntbag. <laughs> and I really didn't do anything wrong. So, they just gave me an, uh, what is that, an R? They released me on my own recognizance. ROC? Released on, I don't know. They, they released me and they dismissed the fucking charges. And, uh, so I guess that's not an ROC. ROR, I mean, I guess it's not ROR. I don't know what the fuck it is. I can't think right now. So, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hit this motherfucking bong. So, I'm sure that'll help me think, like, more clearly. Yeah. But anyway. So, they release me. Um, I go back out to... to Frewsburg. Oh, man. This was... See, this is kind of a weird time in my life because there was so much shit. I don't really remember a lot of shit. Cause this, this was after my accident, so I can't remember. I So let's try to piece this together. While well, I was at my parents, or Jesus, I can't say my parents, my dad and my stepmonster because my stepmonster is a fucking bitch. I hate that cunt as well because she's in the same league as my ex-wife, and I'm starting to think my sister is as well. They're all just... Birds of a feather, you know what I'm saying? So fuck them, because none of them... Ah, it doesn't matter. Fuck them. So, <laughs> that's... Oh, now where was I? So I was living there. I I tried to kill myself once. That was... Well, I didn't try to... I, I, was, I was depressed. I was sitting in the car. I had a knife. And I was about to slit my wrist, because I'm like, you know what? If you're going to gonna take the coward's way out you must feel you, you need to feel some sort of pain but i i don't i didn't really want to kill myself which which good because man that was that was a dark time in my life man but anyway we move on let's just move, skip because i don't remember exactly what happened i went to eventually i got a i don't know how i even got this car i got a ford escort wagon i was a uh, security guard for a few places in town that job was shit well, it was a good job it was man i worked every week i worked all three shifts i was like a rotator that sucked man oh that was shitty but i ended up getting another job uh standing in sam's club promoting windows hey how old are the windows in your house hey how you doing how old are the windows in your house awesome I was selling, I, mm, I love that job. Fucking windows, man. I sold windows for a while after that. I started in Sam's Club working for a guy by the name of Tim Allen, who now runs a drop zone out in Newfane, New York. So if you want to skydive, hit me up and I'll, I'll connect you if you want to learn how to skydive. But, so I, I started off in, uh, working in Sam's Clubs, just pitching, Pitching people on getting free a free window estimate, get a free estimate for replacement windows. I was I was making a lot of money doing that shit. I was getting I was getting so much an hour plus money for every uh, every 
uh, estimate I got, man, that's when I that's when I learned that I was fucking good at promoting and selling. I was I was a man. I could I I, I could sell salt to a snail because I'm a friendly guy. I love talking to people and I love doing it. But <laughs> I was a uh, I was every day at the end of every day I had to send my results to Mr. Sam out in Worcester, Massachusetts via fax machine. And I uh you know I had a, I'm I'm a funny dude. I I love having fun. I love enjoying life. So you know, me and Max, we had this rapport, so I put two Max, the Matt, the two my man Max from Nigga with the Cheese. So I don't even know where that came from, but I ended up getting fired, or I wasn't allowed to work in Sam's Club anymore because of writing that. And because I was so goddamn good at my job, the company didn't want to get rid of me, NES Windows. So, they moved me to Erie, Sam's Club. Fine. You know, I had a car. I was driving from Asheville to Erie. Oh, yeah, I had moved out of my parents' house, finally. My dad... Stop saying my parents, because she's not my motherfucking parent. My dad. I moved out of my dad's house into a a train depot-looking building in Asheville, New York. Across from the Asheville General Store. And that was my, I lived there by myself for a while, but then a friend of mine, uh, Bert Job, I won't, they'll just call him Bert Job, he moved in with me for a while, you know, he was, and then, then he moved out, then where did I go from there? Oh, then I moved to Erie because I was tired of driving to Erie every day. So I moved to Erie, I was staying in this old motel you know, efficiency type department. And uh, that's where I met a guy by the name of Tom Mailer, who has since passed, but he... Super Tom was the man. Super Tom was awesome. And I just... I was uh, living in Erie, knocking doors. That's what I was... I was that's the first time when I started knocking doors was for windows. Giving people... Signing people up for replacement... Free estimates for replacement windows. Oh, shnikes. But then I'm going to say probably a month, two months after I moved to <coughs> Erie. Any, <coughs> any has one note. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, about two months after, three months after I moved to Erie, NES Windows just cut off the Pennsylvania part of their business. There's like, we're done, we're not going out there anymore, fuck that, no more. So I'm like, I just moved to fucking Erie, my car is fucking, well, while I was up there, my car died, so I didn't have a vehicle anymore. I'm like, my car is dead, I I, I know nobody out in Erie, you know, I'm, I'm stuck out here, what the fuck am I going to do? So then Tim Allen calls me, and he's like, Jesse, I'm like, Tim Allen! What's up, buddy? He's like, I have a proposition for you. We really want you to stay with the company. And if you want a job, I will pay to move you up to Buffalo. And you can stay with me 
until you get a few paychecks and get a get a spot of your own. And at, you see, back then I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Because I was all about just seeing new shit. I never lived in Buffalo. I've never been outside of fucking Jamestown, New York. I've never lived outside of Jamestown, New York. So I moved to Buffalo. I move in with Mr. Tim Allen. And that starts my life in Buffalo. And that's where we'll leave it for the day. Oh, Buffalo, man. Buffalo was a good time. Buffalo was a good time. But now, you know what it is time for, gentlemen and ladies, jesters and jestettes. It is time for some good news in history. So let's give a shout out to the Good News Network. Woo, woo. And then we will go to Good News in History, February 5th. 121 years ago today, the, admir the admired politician, soldier, and diplomat, Adelaide Stevenson, was born. A one-time governor of Illinois, the Democrat was Party's, was the party's nominee for president in both the 1952 and 1956 elections. And though soundly defeated by Republican General Dwight D. Eisenhower both times, he inspired a new generation of activists. President John Kenny, Jesus Christ, President John Kennedy later appointed Adelaide, Adelaide John, wow, President John Kennedy later appointed Adlai Stevenson to be the nation's ambassador to the UN, a role he enjoyed until his death four years later. The historian, the historian Arthur Schlesinger, who served as one of the speechwriters, described Stevenson as a great creative figure in American politics. He turned the Democratic Party around in, fifth, in the 50s and made JFK possible. To the United States and the world, he was the voice of reasonable, civilized, and elevated America. He brought a new generation into politics and moved millions of people in the United States and around the world. Well, there you go. Happy birthday to Mr. Adlai Stevenson, who died a while ago. Ah, goodness. Finland celebrities every year. Oh, Finland celebrates every year the birth of its nation, national poet, Johan Ludwig Runeberg, on this day. He was born in 1804 on February 5th. February 5th. Shit, I think today is my sister's birthday. Well, fuck her, because she never wished me a birthday. She doesn't even talk. She doesn't even talk to me now. I don't, know. I don't talk to her because of she's... Oh, yeah. We will let that be. <laughs> Mexico adopted its current constitution, establishing a federal republic with three branches of government and ushered in profound changes by restricting the power of the Catholic Church and establishing the basis for a free... Mandatory and secular education. 1917, February 5th. What? The Royal Greenwich Observatory began broadcasting the hourly time signals known as the Greenwich Time Signal. On February 5th in 1924, 
1924. Bob Douglas became the first African American elected to the Basketball Hall of Fame in 1972, February 5th. The big three banks in Switzerland created a $71 million fund to aid Holocaust survivors and their families in 1997. The New START nuclear arms control treaty between U.S. and Russia went into effect raising hopes among officials on both sides that it will provide the impetus for Moscow and Washington to negotiate further reductions. That was in 2011. Oh, goodness. But you know what I'm going to do right the fuck now? I'm going to hit this motherfucking bong because I need to get higher. I need to get elevated. forgot I totally forgot how she fucked me over in the divorce when I was standing at my parents so let's go let's revert back to that just momentarily um so she uh she said that she wanted a divorce I'm like fine but you're paying for it because well, I was broke I just got out of a fucking hospital here <coughs> that's not the point but anyway I told her she's going to pay for the fucking divorce because she was the goddamn whore that did it. So she said, fine. And uh, a few weeks later, I get the uh, the paperwork in the mail. She wanted saying what she wanted. She wanted my house. She wanted everything in my house. She wanted everything around my house. She wanted all my cars. She, she Basically, she wanted everything, including full custody of my son. I'm like, no. She can have whatever the fuck she wants, but she's not having full custody of my son. And me... Because I was young, dumb, and fucking stupid with no goddamn uh, help, no, nobody telling me what I should and shouldn't do, I, because I, I just did it. I, did, I didn't even ask. I just fucking did it. Because I was young and dumb. Anyway, so I called her attorney. See, see what I mean? Because I was dumb. I called her motherfucking attorney. And I'm like, no, she can have everything else on that list, but I, she's not going to have full custody of my son. And here's what this fucking lawyer said to me, which I do believe to this day was fucking illegal. And if not illegal, goddamn definitely underhanded. But what he said to me was, no, 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 no. You misunderstand. All that it means if you sign that paper is that you want the divorce. So I signed the motherfucking paper. I signed away every goddamn thing I have earned in my life up until that goddamn point. I had signed away rights to my fucking son because this goddamn cumbag thought that she was going to try to be fucking smart. Fuck that hoe. God damn it. Stop. Just fucking stop, buddy. Just, you know what? Good news. Good news. Oh, she just fucking pisses me the fuck off. Fuck that fucking fucker. And now she's fucking telling my son that 
that I beat her, and that's why the fucking marriage ended. So now my son fucking hates me because he thinks I beat his motherfucking mother. No, his motherfucking mother is a goddamn slut fucking lying cunt who doesn't deserve to be on this goddamn earth. Fuck that hoe. Okay, sorry guys, sorry. Oh, she just warps me up. Oh, fuck that hoe. Let's go back to the good news. Ah, okay. Also, on this day in 1988, the British charity comic, the British charity comic relief held its first Red Nose Day and raised 15 million pounds for anti-poverty programs. Since then, the charity, which gives 100% of its donations directly to programs, has raised an amazing $1 billion for charity. 87 years ago today, Hank Aaron, one of the baseball's greatest players, the one of the baseball's greatest players, uh, 87 years ago today, Hank Aaron, one of baseball's greatest players and the only MLB batter to hit 30 or more home runs in 15 seasons, Aaron also conquered one of the sport's most cherished records, Babe Ruth's 714 career home runs. For the first time, no, for the next 30 years, Hammer and Hank reigned as the all-time home run king with his total of 755 until it was passed by steroid-enhanced performer in 2007. A legendary right fielder who played 21 seasons for the Milwaukee and Atlanta Braves and two more for the Milwaukee Brewers is often called the most underrated player in history, but he was always a model of humility, dignity, and com competence. Good shit. And on this day in 1936, Charlie Chaplin released the last ever silent movie, Modern Times. Haha, <laughs> that's ironic. Written and directed by Chaplin, the film portrays his iconic character, Little Tramp, struggling to survive in the modern industrialized world. As a factory worker employed on an assembly line, Chaplin endures the dreary conditions many people faced during the Great Depression. Expected to keep pace on an accelerating as assembly line, he tries to screw nuts onto pieces of machinery, whizzing past, but ends up suffering a nervous breakdown. He runs amok, throws the factory into chaos, and lands in jail, where he gets into more mischief. Oh, that mischievous Charlie Chaplin. And now it's time for the quote of the day. If you're brave enough to say goodbye, life will reward you with a new hello. That's Paulo Coelho. If you're brave enough to say goodbye, life will reward you with a new hello. If you have the courage to start some or to end something because it's it's not working for whatever reason, whatever it is, if you have the courage to shut that down, there will always be something better on the other side when you say there's something better that will say hello to you 
Never have faith. Never have faith. Wow. Never lose faith in yourself. Always have faith in your abilities. Be a better version of yourself. Smoke weed every day and make shit happen. Ow! I cry right in this shit, dog. Like, this shit Trying to make it out Every day like another struggle Another obstacle Another problem Ain't no telling where I'm about to go Ain't no telling what I'm about to do But I don't need you telling me What I need to do Or who I need to be Just let me be free In my chest where my heart beat Been feeling heavy so I can't even say it's empty Dreaming out all my demons coming back to haunt me Lonely or clear, you popped yourself the day they grazed me Rest in peace, great, I'ma stay humble how you raise me Free pops about the gates until he on his two feet I screw shit up when I tore streets over my family I got three siblings, they been Ari and my chick I'ma make it out, this shit is showing what it should be I was on that block when I was 14 Sneaking out that dark to go and get some green Writing that thing down to keep my mind free Use the whole shit in and face some gas needs that pain in me Now I might do a show in Vegas in a fucking week And fuck a hater, shout out to all of my enemies It ain't no way I'ma let these niggas trick me off the streets I done found a way so I can't even much accept the feet Ain't no telling where I'm about to go I just gotta leave my legacy